This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I haven't said that phrase in a while because I was in Africa for a week. Wow, Lindsay, why were you in Africa for a week? (laughs) Truly, why were you in Africa for a week? Taking photos of elephants. Thanks to the lovely people of Nat Geo Wild. You might know that as a channel on your television in which you watch nature documentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Can Africa. Can you edit in some like cash register like sounds right here? <laughs> some cash register. Very rude. As you know, we are very upfront about our spawn. This was a specific Lindsay spawn, not yeah. a Who Weekly spawn. I was not asked I stole... to go to Africa. <laughs> I was asked to go to Africa, so I got to go to the Okavango Delta in Botswana and had like literally the time of my life. It was very cool and very fun, and I had a good time. That's great. What was your favorite part um, of your little safari? Well, I went I went on the trip, and I felt like, oh, I have very specific ideas of what these animals are and what they're like. Mm -hmm. But then you like see them up close and they're just not like that at all. So like I thought hippos were really cute. Turns out they're literally demons and everyone's scared of them. And every single person who like works in the bush has a horror story about a hippo that's like attack them. Like one story that I kept hearing and I asked, I was literally asking for it every time was apparently there was this woman who was a former Miss South Africa beauty queen. Mm -hmm. And she went to the Delta because there was this like, camera crew that was like we really want these like beautiful underwater shots of a hippo and everyone was like don't do it not safe don't do it and she did it and her whole leg got bit (laughs) off by a hippo that's so terrible honestly your your interactions with with these beautiful animals and and how they really flipped your expectations reminds me of what it's like usually when people meet celebrities they're never like what you expect It's true, because I was like, elephants, they're so smart, they're so sweet. But then we were like watching this elephant very close to it, like they they shake the palm tree so they can get the fruit down. So it's really cute. They like wrap their trunk and they like shake. (laughs) So we're very close to this elephant and it like shakes the palm tree and then it looks at us and it's like, what are you doing here? And the guy that's driving us, this this filmmaker named Brad, who like knows everything, is like, okay, what's going to happen here is he's going to pretend like he's charging us and come towards us and we're going to drive away and then he's going to back off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I I don't want that to happen. Is that what happened? And yes. <laughs> it was just me and Dan in the in the truck with this guy. And I kind of flipped out. And he goes, and then Brad turns around and he goes, on the scale of one to ten of dangerous things, that was a zero. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> okay, Brad. People named Brad Sorry, are so confident Brad. all the time. <laughs> now I'm imagining running into Jessica Chastain at like a buffet. She's like spoon, she's she's like spooning some kale onto a, a a plate, and then they're like, "Okay, what's gonna happen here?" Jessica Chastain's gonna turn around, she's gonna pretend, she's gonna pretend like she's gonna like she's mad at you, like she's coming to yell at you, but she's not. And then you're gonna walk away, and she's gonna keep eating the kale. And you're like, okay. "I'm telling you." So Brad, like he he's the filmmaker who makes those that series called Savage Kingdom. Oh, Have I've you heard ever of that. Heard of I've this? never watched it, but okay. I've heard of it. So Brad is the maker of Savage Kingdom. So he like is. The expert on this. He's like from Botswana and he's just like over here telling me that the elephant, it's cool that the elephant like doesn't want us. First of all, I just felt like I had a wonderful time and these guys know what they're doing when they take you out. But half the time I was like, these these (laughs) animals do not want us here. Can we just like back away very slowly? Which I think is a very good attitude to leave with. Yeah. The animals don't (laughs) want you there. Like it wasn't. 
they were the elephant the elephants like and etc were very like they were the very conservationists protected. sure but like you me no i have no business being in these like sanctuaries Right, like Brad and the scientists who made Into the Okavango, the the uh-huh. the documentary that's coming out on Nat Geo Wild in the in December spawn. Lindsay um, like checks off st- her mandatory talking points. <laughs> Got me. it. Okay, great. They can stay, but me, no. So I felt a little bit undeserving on many levels. But what's a good vacation if you don't feel undeserving? You know. That's true. You know that's <laughs> that's very true. Right. Yeah, that's true. Also, you know what a treat, what what it really was a treat humility. to not have internet. Humi- it's humility. But it was also a huge treat to not have internet for a week, gotta say. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just want to point out that although you're very, I mean, understandably thrilled by your experience and... Um, <laughs> Not braggy, but like, you know, you're, you're very proud of what you went through and, and you, you had a great time, deservedly so. I just want to tell you that I also had a great week and uh, maybe people will be jealous of what I did last night. What'd you do? I saw The Wife starring Glenn Close and Jonathan Price. You saw The Wife starring Glenn Close? <laughs> yeah, so you may have seen an elephant and got charged by a whatever it was. What was it? Was it was a warthog. A warthog? <laughs> I saw The Wife. Starring Glenn Close and Jonathan Price. You know, that's truly also a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It sure is. Guess how many people were in there? 20 people in that theater. Maybe. <laughs> um, how many seats were there? It's the big. It was at the Paris. You know, the big, the beautiful, the yeah. Paris. Well, um, just as I will remember my time in Botswana for the rest of my life, you remember the time seeing the wife starring Glenn Close. The wife. <laughs> so I saw I saw the wife. I'm, 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 I'm reaching here. I'm trying to find a reason to talk about the wife. I'm clearly um, the wife has maybe one of the 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 hooiest awards contenders of the year of the season. Will it get nominated for anything? Probably not. But there's a chance Glenn Close could. If you know, I was talking about it with uh, our friend Joe after I saw it with Joe. And you know, if 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 depending on how things go throughout the rest of the season, maybe Glenn will get a nomination. Maybe she won't. But she won't win. Do you think it's giving her the award that she didn't get for Albert, Albert Nobbs? Nobbs or I mean, whatever? it's giving her the award she, she should have gotten for everything. You know, Albert Nobbs for is everything. a nightmare, but everything else is, you know, what a what a what a wonderful career she's had. But, but Albert Nobbs. What I'm saying is there were two who's in it, and one of them we've never talked about on the podcast. She plays young Glenn Close, and guess what? It's Glenn Close's daughter, <gasps> Annie Stark. Not that great. But what does she do? She looks like otherwise? Glenn Close. She was also in Albert Nobbs. Um, Which did she play young Albert? No, Nobbs? she played chocolate shop waitress. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also in the movie Father Figures, playing guess what, young Glenn Close. Wait, so, she's played young Glenn Close twice. 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 I'm sorry, that is so nepotism. I it's can't so nepotism. Even she's deal. not that great, but you know, she's young. Maybe she'll maybe she'll get better. Yeah, well, she should stop playing her mother, maybe, and try some other roles. Yes, and the other, the other. Um, speaking of nepotism, the other who in the wife is Max Irons. Familiar with him? Jeremy Irons' Jeremy son. Jeremy Irons' son. I'm sorry. Did they just cast Glenn Close and then people's offspring? I really don't. I, I don't. I don't know how they went through this casting process. Was Nancy Meyers' daughter the director? <laughs> that would be funny. Speaking Who wrote of, it? What? Max Winkler? Sorry, I'm <laughs> okay. trying to think of other kids. Okay. I, I don't. It's based on a Meg Wolitzer novel also, by the way, which I haven't read. Anyway, we should we should start the episode. See the wife. Support Glenn. I think I'm not being paid by Glenn Close to do this, unlike Lindsay and Africa. 
Glenn Close is not writing me a check to tell you to see the wife. So you should listen but to I me. But I did see the two documentaries that I'm supposed to promote. And I did like them. They were really interesting. It did help that I was there in the place while I was watching the things. Mm-hmm. Like if you were seeing the wife next to Glenn Close, it would have been a better oh, movie. Oh, right? of course. Oh, that's right. very So imagine true. if you were watching Into the Akavango in the Akavango Delta. I can't you even imagine like, I can't even imagine. Wow. It sounds sublime. Let's um, let's start the episode. How long have we been just talking about Africa and the wife? Nine minutes. Well, Nine hey, minutes. man, you added some of your own. Oh, I think that's, some, that's your fine. Own narrative. It's been a while. They missed us. I hope. I hope you missed us. We're back. <laughs> you were yeah, 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 They want to know. To be famous. Okay, what did I miss though? Like, what happened this week? The first thing that happened after you left for Africa was the VMAs. And so I was oh, like, right. I watched the VMAs. Josh was so mad because he wanted to watch something else, and I was like, I'm sorry, I have to turn on the VMAs. It was a nightmare. Um, we don't have to talk about everything that happened at the VMAs because it was, you know, a week and a half ago. No one cares. I just remember you sent me an email like while I when I got to Johannesburg. You sent me an email and it just said like the VMAs were bad. <laughs> like you didn't. I, miss would, I was like, VMAs are bad. I'm doing this thing. Blah blah blah. Slate thing. Yeah. Blah, blah blah. Read our column on Slate.com. Anyway, the most important thing to talk about with regards to the VMAs from 2018 um, is the relationship between Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, the young one Noah Cyrus, and Lil Xan, who we've never talked about on the podcast. Lil Sam. Honestly, but we've talked about Lil Peep and we've talked about Lil Pump. Yeah. We talked about Lil Peep, Lil Pump. Lil Xan wore a hat that had Lil Peep's name on it or face on it when he performed. So in case you forgot, Lil Peep died. Lil so Peep died. He's, sad. He's the dead one. It is sad, but I just just to clear mm-hmm. up what's who's who. Lil Peep was a was a peer of Lil Xan, so they were friends. So he Lil Xan during his performance as Push Artist of the Year, which I've never really understood what that means. Push what? Push. Just push. Push. Yeah. Push away. Yes. Push it yeah. in front of. Okay, fine. Whatever. Precious, based on the novel Push Artist of the Year by Sapphire. <laughs> the <That was> push. <laughs> so he wore a pink hoodie with Lil Peep's face on it. He performed Push Artist of the Year. He didn't win. Someone else won. I We could spend an episode on the other nominees for Push Artist of the Year. What are they? Uh, do you want to hear their names? Yes. The nominees for Push Artist of the Year. Is this best new artist? Were, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means. You watch the VMAs. No, I'm, I watch you... it, but I, no one explains these things. Okay. Um, the I guess every they pick one person for every month, and then I guess each one of those people has a shot. And the winner was Haley Kiyoko Queen. Great. That's Hayley good. Koko we won. like her. She should win. We've talked about her. We stand. Not Haley Kiyoko. Haley Kiyoko. Got it. <sighs> okay. So the other nominees were Chloe and Hallie. They're oh, like the them. Beyonce protégés, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sigrid, whom we both love. Sigrid. I love Sigrid. Sigrid from Norway. Yes, from Norway. Lil Xan. Okay. Okay. Haley Kyoko, winner. <clears throat> Jesse mm-hmm. Reyes, unclear. T Grizzly, unclear. Bishop no. Briggs, unclear. Who? Grace Vanderwall, aware of she, her. She won the the America's top model oh, no well, america's got so we talent what we're saying here we don't know why don't we okay that's the boy band we talked about once pretty much another boy band another boy band we talked about the same we time talked about them love love the name pretty much sizza didn't win love SZA. she's on she's gone on to bigger and better things casey hill 
Who? Khalid, whom we've talked about on the podcast. Love Khalid. Then there's Already just, won Best New Artist at the Grammys. Then there's just Kyle. I don't know. Oh, that's a rapper. He's a rapper. Kyle? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Kyle. And then, interestingly enough, Noah Cyrus. Oh, they were against each other they for Push Artist of the other, Year? They were against each other, I don't really think Noah Cyrus had much of a chance when you got Haley Kyoko on the, on the list. We already knew they were dating, though. This was just yeah. the first time of them being a couple in public, yeah. and it their, was Their fantastic. red carpet debut, as they said. So they did a lot of PDA, they did a lot of canoodling, and the most iconic photo, Lil Xan just smushed his, his Lil Xanny face up against Noah Cyrus, his smiley face. So Noah Cyrus was doing full on, uh, full on, you know, three quarter turn to the camera, a little pruning, and Lil Xan yes. just smushed right up against her. Um, and now that's a meme, so that's really fun. If you had to guess how old Lil Xan was, what would you say? Well, I thought he was, when you look at Lil Xan, you think that is a 12-year-old. That's a 12-year-old boy. Well, he's let me 21. tell you, he's 21 years old. <laughs> he's 21 years old. That's a 21-year-old man. What I love most about Lil Xan, can I say, is I was reading about Lil Xan, and his he got famous via like the same wave that all those depressed rappers got famous on, like... The downer rappers, so he yeah. raps very slow, uh, and he very kind of like kind like, of a woke, mm. but also kind of like it's very like he talks about mental health, like he talks about right. you know with depression, depression and, and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so his name is Lil Xan, and he used to be addicted to Xan, Next. as in Xanax, <laughs> yeah, as in the benzo, yeah. But now he's like very like anti Xanax, mm-hmm. but it's funny because his name is still Lil Xan. So in this great New Yorker piece, uh, it says. Um, it just there. Someone was at his concert and they were describing. It says, um, just as he was about to finish his set, he launched into a tirade about the pitfalls of Xanax abuse. Artists of the sad rap movement possess a world weariness that makes them seem older than they are. And Lil Xan has spoken many times in a harrowed t- tone about battling Xanax addiction. Fuck Xanax 2018, he told the crowd. But then he added a footnote. I'm still Lil Xan, though, at the end of the day. <laughs> Fuck Xanax 2018, but I'm still Lil Xan at the end of the day. Yeah, he's already, that's his brand now. He can't change that. I know. So, yeah. So, he's not so Prince, it, you know? I just want people, I don't want people to be confused. His name is Lil Xan, but he is anti Xannies. Yeah. He's anti Xannies. Uh, what else is there to say? So, he was in the news this week. Um, Why? Because it's his girlfriend, Noah Cyrus's father's birthday, aka Billy Ray Cyrus, of Don't Tell My Heart, My Icky Breaky Heart fame. And so, and for, of Miley Cyrus's dad fame, yes, um, and of Tish Cyrus's husband fame. Mm-hmm. So, what did he get? His, you know, sort of like father-in-law-ish person in his life. He got him a bong, a giant, a bong. gigantic bong, mm-hmm. um, and joints, which is nice. That's nice. And they took a picture together. They took a picture of it and together. It's wild. Also, the other thing about Lil Xan that makes him recognizable at least, is that he has two huge face tattoos, so it's hard. I mean, I guess a lot of um, young rappers have face tattoos mm-hmm. now, but his face tattoos, I think one says one says candy, mm-hmm. and then the other one says like zzz what does or something. <laughs> like it says like sleep, it says like sleep Z's. It does. Zzz. It does. Oh, it's in like actual Z's, like Z's. Z's, Z's. Yeah, it says like zzz. It okay. says sleep Z's. Now, you could have put that tattoo anywhere on your body, but why actually go for the face? Why have a face tattoo? I know you wanted one, but why? Yeah. Um, I think I wanted to do it on my face because, like, I I just like to go all fucking out. Like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to, like, fully commit to something. Like, I was originally a photographer, and I was committed. I wanted to be, you know, the next big photographer. Like, that's where... um, why like I wanted to work and all that like 
But at one of uh, uh, my homies' uh, shows, Stephen Cannon, I put my camera down by the DJ booth, and uh, someone unfortunately stole it. Mm. And uh, I was like devastated. Uh, it was like a present from my parents. It was like $2,000 or something. And, uh, you know, um, like I just said, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like I, I just counted my losses. All my friends were rappers. So I was like, well, how much is it to like record at your guys' studio? And they were like, just shoot them shoot $20 and we'll mix your stuff down. And I was like. Um, he also recently said that Tupac was boring. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. And then a bunch of Tupac fans like jumped him and no, the police had to come. But he didn't, he didn't just call Tupac boring. He rated him a two out of nine. <laughs> Wait, who, who gave him the scale of up to nine? I don't know, but he was being interviewed. He The guy brought up Tupac Shakur, and he said he's a two out of nine. I guess he was probably rating his influences. Two. The born music. My favorite thing about his Wikipedia page is it says, he's best known for his breakout hit, Platinum cert- Certified Betrayed, which peaked at number 64. Which is kind of funny to me, because you think of a, if, it, if it's a Platinum single, you kind of expect it to peak a little higher, right? But no, just goes to show, slow and steady can still win the race. Well, he is slow. That's his brand. What was the song Noah Cyrus was iconically singing to in that like nightmare viral video from like 2008? <laughs> oh, remember? oh my God. And everyone was like, no. yikes. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I do remember da, da, the video, but da, da, I don't. Da, da. Oh, cut. it's Akon. Like, it's, that, yes. on yeah, the yeah. floor, that, that, give me some Yes, more. and the family's like, you're so adorable. And the rest of the world <laughs> is need- like, ah. <laughs> Smack that on the floor. Smack that on the floor. Smack that on the floor. Smack that I need to look that oh, up. No. Thank you for reminding me. That I'll was around that the same here. time as as Miley's infamous Salvia video or quote unquote Salvia video where she's smoking Both the something. the Cyrus sisters have been through a lot, yeah. I gotta say. And like, she's, we've, and it's we've just, seen many things. It's just her like screaming them. like, that guy looks like Liam, that guy looks like Liam, remember? Yeah. Having a little bit of a bad trip. Really? Oh. What's happening? Oh, hold on. Is that a f***ing Liam lookalike or what the hell is that? <laughs> is that my boyfriend? Is that my boyfriend? No. Is, that, is that Liam? And she's like, it looks like Liam. Okay. Thank you for putting two audio Moving cues in this episode. on. Oh, his real name um, is Diego Leonos. We didn't give his real name. Diego Leonos. This is my, who cares? This is my favorite um, headline that I've seen in so long. Oh, yeah. This was good. This is great. This is so good. Okay. So I'm so happy that I clicked on this because the full reveal of the headline is better than the, the um, shortened version. This uh-huh, is on Us uh-huh. Weekly. Um, and it says, exclusive. When is anything not exclusive? <laughs> like, everything is exclusive <laughs> on this fucking site. Okay. Chicago PD's Jesse Lee Soffer is dating Chicago Med's Tori DeVito, Ugh. colon, quote, they complement <clears throat> each other beautifully. <laughs> okay, I have some I have some pop quizzes for you about the Chicago series. Wait, I'm sorry. Chicago PD guy and Chicago Med girl. Actually, I don't know who is a guy who is a girl in this. Who, who's the guy? Jesse or Jesse. Tori? Jesse's. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. they complement each other beautifully. Yeah, because they're both on Chicago shows. Okay, pop quiz. What network yeah. are the Chicago shows on? 
NBC. Okay, great. Uh, who created them? Name one of the people. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf, got it. Which one premiered first, Petey or Med? Med. No, Petey. <sighs> Petey premiered in 2014, Med premiered 2015. Isn't there fire? Wait, is there fire? I there's, think there's fire? fire. Oh my god, there's, yeah, there's fire. There's, when did, there's oh my Chica- god, fire was first. Oh yeah, god. I think there's oh Chicago. Oh god. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there's a fourth. What is it? Chicago Justice. What's that? It follows the prosecutors and investigators of the Cook County State Attorney's office. It was canceled after one season, so justice didn't take. Justice didn't take. As usual, justice didn't take. <laughs> what? What would be the next like Chicago spinoff series? Like, I want to know about. I want to know. I want to know Chicago hot dog stand. Chicago dogs. Chicago dogs. Oh, Chicago dogs. Yeah, like rival, like rival hot dog stands. What about like, like Chicago sadness, and it's about like psychiatrists or something? But you need or, a like psychologist. You need a sort of like Chicago depression. No, like, you Chicago... need a you need a zippier title. Like you need a. Um, uh, Chicago shrinks, like that sort of thing. Oh, that's good. You know, no, Chicago that's what I want. Shrinks. Yeah, that's what I want. That's good. That's pretty good. Okay, well, Dick sort Wolf of like a what was the one where Naomi Watts is the is the shrink who goes completely. Bonkers. Oh, that was a terrible show. That was a terrible. I'm sorry, that was a terrible What's show. What's it called? Gloria. Oh my God, what was it called? Like Gladys. No, Why it wasn't called. It was Gladys. it was called oh G- Gypsy. <laughs> Wait, Gladys. I'm sorry, Gladys. <laughs> Gypsy. Oh my! Wait, you went. You God. said Grace Gladys Gypsy. Close. Good. Um, Anyways, I love that these people um, complement each other beautifully. Is it because one's on Chicago PD and the other's on Chicago Med? They we'll complement each know. other on screen and off. Um, also, Sophia Bush. You might remember her from One Tree Hill. Used to date uh, the PD guy. Uh, she approves of the relationship, even giving her stamp of approval with a like. Which I assume they don't explain that, but I assume that means like she liked a photo on Instagram. Oh wow. You know, she didn't just show up and they said, do you approve? And she said, like. Well, you know why they asked her? Because she used to date him. Well, but also she, Tori DeVito was her co-star on One Tree Hill. No way. Yeah. They were on One Tree Hill together. so he's dating her ex. So her ex-boyfriend is dating her ex-co-worker. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of. That's interesting. I mean, who wasn't on One Tree Hill and who hasn't been on an NBC series? I guess that level of, Mm -mm. they're all sort of. Mm, I love that you pulled out this quote. She declared herself vegan in my fashion and vegetarian in my food. Same. Not really. I don't think but you get to call it that. I think you just get to choose one. You're just vegetarian. I do love I do love the term vegan leather though. It's so funny. What a great right, what a great rebranding of pleather. Hey, you know what movie I watched on the plane? Uh, my nineteen hour flight. To today? all the boys I've loved before? Well, I watched that, but oh oh that was a good transition, but I did but I was gonna say something else. What? You know, movie's really good that I think did not get a lot of credit for being good. Tell me. The movie Catch and Release starring Jennifer Garner. Have you seen Was it? Was the one with uh, Kevin Smith? <laughs> yes. I never yes. saw that. Are there, And they're like fishers? Um, fishermen? It's like, sh- like kind of good. It's like Jennifer Garner's husband dies and all his friends are there and she's like, he was the perfect man, blah, blah. And then she finds out he was like not the perfect man. And then she falls in love with one of his friends who's played by um that hunk, Justified. What's his name? Oh, I What's love him. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Anyways. Oh. And Kevin Smith is there. And he um, ends up with, uh, what's her face? Um, You're not helping Juliet me. Juliette Lewis. Oh, Juliette Lewis. 
Anyways. Should I see uh, Catch and Release? Was it on the plane or did you download it somewhere? It's on Netflix and I saved it for later. <laughs> oh my God. How are your movie options on the plane for your 15 hour flight? A little bleak, a little bleak. I watched Julie and Julia on the way there. Oh, perfect You know plane when movie. you're like on a plane and all the new movies and you're like, I really don't want to watch any of these right now. And then you just see like Julie and Julia and you're like, I'm going to watch this twice. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I did last time I was on a really long flight. Um, and usually when I'm on a really long flight and they have like an, uh, an enormous movie selection, I right. never watch new movies because I don't like right. I don't like watching movies I've never seen on a plane. It just feels yes. wrong. Um, it does. But I will always watch Miss Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire. I've watched <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire on a plane and A League of Their Own on a plane right. a hundred times. That's and why Mrs. I watched Doubtfire, Julie and Julia. And Mrs. Doubtfire also, like, I don't know if it's, you know, the oxygen or the pressure, but I will, I I laugh more at movies on a plane than I do when I watch them in my house. Like, I, I just, like, laugh out loud at movies on the plane. I know. Like a lunatic. It's just a ride, it's just a ride. Nice dress. I never got a chance to wear it. It's a girl thing. Enjoy the ride. Okay, sorry, moving on. Um, To All the Boys Love Before, great movie. Did you watch it? <laughs> Did no, you watch I it? haven't watched it yet. Wait, are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm not kidding. I haven't watched it yet. Even I've watched it, and I was in Africa for a I'm week. I'm certain I will watch it in the next... In the next couple of weeks. Do you need to go to Africa so you can watch it or something? Like, what are you waiting on? I don't know. Josh wants to watch it. So we're like waiting until we're aligned. We did watch <sighs> Book Club. He hadn't seen Book Club and he picked Book Club. Yeah, I've seen that movie like four times already. That movie rules. Okay. So you don't even understand like the appeal of this guy. Yet, I you understand because I've seen but, all the photos and I know all about But here's about the deal. Him. And there's like the popcorn. Okay, we've already talked about him. Isn't that crazy? And you, you don't even remember, I bet. You don't remember. I don't think I remember. Okay, so here's the thing. He's the actor who replaced Fosters. the actor on The Fosters when that, remember when I was explaining to you that like one of the actors on The Fosters Jake just like decided to leave the show mm-hmm. and then they replaced him with the same, just like they replaced the character and didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, that's him. He's the guy they replaced him with and now he is a hunk. If you want to know whether or not Jake T. Austin, formerly of the Fosters, who left the show after falling in love with a super fan, remember her? Danielle something. Love her. She's iconic. Um, Danielle Caesar. Yeah. If you want to know if they're still together, TBD. I don't know. I can't figure it out. No. Are you sure they are? Because I couldn't find anything in the past year about them. No, they're definitely together. How do you know that? Because I just think they are. I feel like (laughs) I feel it. If, uh, if you find if you find proof, let me know because I couldn't find any actual recent evidence of the two of them I think together. They are also not to be um, not to derail the conversation on him. But have you seen her Instagram spawn recently? It's amazing. Danielle Caesar's spawn oh, no, rivals know. the likes of Danielle Jonas. Wow, good for her. I mean, click on some of these links. This is some of the the weirdest uh, spawn that I've ever seen good in my for life. Her. Just like very sadly eating Halo Top ice cream in her Brooklyn bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to uh, Noah. He's a new hunk. Everyone's interviewing him, and people are shipping him and his co-star because oh. the kissing booth kids are dating. Sorry, they were together as recently as Valentine's Day, but nothing since then. They're together. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, fine. Is there anything else about Noah Centineo that is interesting? Hi guys, uh, I'm Noah Centineo. I'm here at BuzzFeed. Uh, I'm gonna be telling you about my first experiences. First time realizing you were famous. I was 15 years old. I had just moved to Los Angeles. I was at the AMC movie theater in Century City with my mom. We were walking through the lobby 
And these girls came up to me and they said, are you Dallas from Austin and Alley? Do you play the cell phone accessory card guy? And I was like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't no. think so. But anyway, people are saying, people are wondering whether or not he's dating the other star of, the actual star of 12 the Boys I've Loved Before. Why aren't we talking about her? Why are we talking about him? Because the, the funnier headlines, like, is she Lana or Lena? I don't know. I thought she was Lana. Lana? Lana Condor. Hi, I'm Lana Condor. We are here at 17 playing the Emoji Challenge, and I'm promoting my new film coming out on Netflix worldwide called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. What do we know about her? Okay, so Lana, Lana Condor. Lana. Lana Condor. She made her debut in X-Men Apocalypse, which is a thing. Jubilee, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. She's been in real mm -hmm. movies. She's been in the Patriot Patriots Day, that like Mark Wahlberg movie about the, you know, Sure, sure. Um, she was on a little TV, not much, but I think it seems like this is her big breakout to all the boys I've loved before. She's 21 years old. She's she from was a Vietnam. She's a ballet dancer. She's ballet that's dancer. Cool. She's from Vietnam. I don't know. That's all there. That's all there kind of is to know about her. She's now that she's becoming famous. She's showing up on the gossip headlines. Um, that's and fun. Of course, because it's a rom com tale as old as time. We all know the rom com is back. The rom com is officially back. And guess what else mm -hmm. is back? Rumors that rom-com stars are dating. Rumor has it that the two stars of the Netflix hit are hashtag couple goals because fans can't deny the chemistry seen both on screen and off screen. I have a huge crush on him. I like to think he has a crush on me, but you know, whatever. But he's amazing. He's an amazing guy. Could she be any more obvious? She literally says she has a crush on him and it's the cutest thing ever. I love it. I think this is the fault of the kissing booth though because those those guys are actually dating. So now it's like even more like we're asking this mm -hmm. question. But are it's just, you know, we as a culture, we want our we want our protagonists to be fucking. They have great uh, chemistry. That's the thing. Like, because mm -hmm. they... They, are, they were well cast. So mm -hmm. that is the question. Have you read... You haven't read the books either. The books no. are so good. Uh, no. What is wrong with you? Have you even seen Crazy Rich Asians yet? I saw Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. Okay. I loved Just it. Just making sure. Okay, I loved fine. it. Fine. Sorry. I cried. I cried during the Mahjong scene. Okay. I um, did. I believe you. Can we move on to Rodrigo Alba's aka Human Ken Dog getting kicked out of the celebrity Big Brother house for, quote, serious, inappropriate behavior? He's already gone? He's already gone. I haven't even gotten he's to watch been running it yet. Around, what did he do? Well, he's been running around naked. Then he said the N-word twice. And uh. then he did something that they haven't even explained. They cut it out of the show. and It was so it shocking was so, that they should never be aired. It was so... Scenes. That's yeah, that's from The Sun. It was so bad, whatever he did, that they cut it out of the show. What do you think he did? I don't know. Probably something sexual. I mean, probably something actually violent or abusive, if it's that bad. And if okay, that well, is the case, then it's going to come out. But Who's even left on CBB anymore? No one we like. No one we care uh, about. Kirstie Alley is still there. Okay, that's it. But it's not like right? like Stormy didn't make an eleventh hour appearance. No, no uh, one makes. That's not how that show works. What's her think. name? Uh, our best friend Sammy Markle didn't make an eleventh hour. She's appearance. still tweeting away. I saw that. I just can't believe that he used the N word twice. What a piece of junk. Lunatic. Yeah, yeah we lunatic. knew it. Okay. So he's out. Rodrigo Alves. Can you believe we talked about him and now we never have to talk about him again? Great. I heard that you are a Scientologist. Is that right? Yes. Right. Um, can you tell me what is it? What, what the religion consists of? The best way for someone to find out what it is is to read a book on it. Read a book on it? Yeah. The books. There's like many, many Scientology books. Right. And, or there's a TV channel now called Scientology.tv. But what is the God then? I mean, because we all got a God. We always have like a belief on something. Is there a God in Scientologist? 
not unless you want there to be <laughs> It would just be like, uh, that's I why I you should I read a book. I just, want, I just want to learn. It doesn't that's deal, so. that's what I mean, you should read a book. Or well, I'm here now, there's no book. I mean, you're here. Right, but can you tell me about it? No. Moving on, um, you wrote something, I think, I didn't get to click on it, but about how Demi Lovato's drug dealer is like on TMZ oh. 24 hours a day now. Yeah, his name is Brandon Did Johnson. Did you write that? Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's, uh, we, were, we were talking about it at work, and he, so I guess right after Demi got um, hospitalized, it was pretty easy to find out where she got the drugs. And so very early on, TMZ was like, we found the drug dealer, or the cops found the drug dealer. Turns out he's been arrested before for like possession, for gun possession, for DUI, some other stuff. Um, and it was like, basically, the, the gist of the story was he's a repeat offender. Uh, but it turns out because they know who he is, they've at least once just tried to hound him with their cameras and get him to talk about what happened. And sure. he finally did it a couple days ago. And it's just this weird, you know, three or four minute long video of them asking him what went down. And he's being very candid. To be fair, he's not the most reliable source, you know, like, sure, sure. is he is he saving his own ass? Is he is he covering things up? Who knows? But he's he's admitting to crimes very freely. So whether or not he's telling half truths or whole truths or falsehoods he's admitting to crimes in a way that feels like brazen and strange so he's like yeah i supplied her with these drugs i got them they're aftermarket drugs that i got from mexico i didn't know they had fentanyl in them um and then he's and then he's saying stuff like oh uh but she's my friend i would never want to hurt her like i i never want i never want i don't i don't sell these drugs to hurt people i want people okay, to have so a good like time okay so it's like tmi in yeah, a very uncomfortable TMI. way he says he says that he had a sexual relationship with her too what and it's like uh, yeah. Stop. He says they had a friendship that turned into a sexual relationship. Do you think they paid him? He says, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know how I would even begin to speculate on that. Maybe, but I don't know. Okay. Um, and he says that he tucked her in at the end of the night because she fell asleep and then he left. But, I feel weird. I don't, but I the way, so weird. This but, is so yeah, weird. Yeah, but the way that he says it is like, uh this is this video is going to be like shown a million times on court you know like this is yeah. so weird yeah. um so his name is brandon johnson we will be hearing from him in Ugh. the future it's okay. very bleak i'd rather we didn't but yeah. that's fine all right we can move on um i don't know what i don't know who this woman is and what happened with her oh <laughs> well i put this in there because i was like do you really want to talk about her she has this very popular instagram account called fox meets bear her name is jonah jonah holmgren, jonah holmgren and okay. her whole f- <laughs> We don't have to spend a lot of time with this. You love it. Her whole thing about her whole thing is that she's like, I love nature. Um, I live in this cabin in the woods somewhere, Me too. right? Like oh, okay. in the Midwest. I don't. I, I feel but like I it's do maybe love in the. Nature. I feel like maybe it's in the Midwest somewhere. Okay. And so, because she has this like lifestyle blogger, she has these like adorable children, and they and they live in the woods, and they have this like chic, A-frame house in the woods, and she got a book yeah. deal selling her natural. <laughs> Her natural food recipes, Uh-oh. which is like, she, she's like, here's how you can make food by just like foraging, basically. Literally just foraging. Oh no, what did she and they put had in the to, recipes? Well, no, they had, to, they had to recall the book and stop selling the book because it turns out some of her recipes can kill you. <laughs> oh no. So they oh had to, no. So they had to take her book off the market. And now I assume, I assume there's they a causation They actually kill here. you? Yeah, because she's because of mushrooms. 
Okay, wait. So she has an Instagram post. It's just a picture of her house. And the caption is, it's all for I am sale. devastated <laughs> by the quick collapse of my cookbook projects. That, that was so incredibly intertwined with my heart. I cannot share the entire story or my personal relationship with these ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I know full well that these words still won't be enough for many of you. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense. I will always treasure the past two and a half years as a really special, unique time in our life. I can say that the way this unfolded has hurt more than I can articulate. Okay, what's the part about you poisoning people? So what? it's like the what recipes the- that could poison you, and most of them involve involve mushrooms. And it's like because you, it's specifically also because they're raw. Um, so I guess because the book got taken off the shelves, she lost this big chunk of income. So now she's selling her beautiful little house. Um, but then I don't know if it's true or not, but I was reading about this on, oh no, they didn't. And a commenter had a link to the like real estate listing for this house or like a map. And they were like, it's cheap. And it's also on toxic waste, like a toxic waste. No, there's like a toxic waste dump a couple miles away. Do you think she used the waste in her recipes or something? I don't know. Mushrooms just grown in waste. Yeah, she responded to every single comment on this Instagram yeah, in very, I mean, very her, long paragraphs. She didn't do anything wrong, per se. Um, Like, no one actually died. And, Yet. You know, I think it was... I, I don't know. I don't know. It was just like a very delicate thing to do to tell people to eat raw mushrooms that you find in the woods. When everyone knows, if you've seen right. Phantom Thread, you can't just do that. How did this news come out? Because she's an Instagram famous person and her book was taken off the shelves. It was because of the book. People were, and And people were like chefs, people who know better were reading the book saying like, this is dangerous. And they reach out to the publisher and they were convincing enough to get them to take the book off the shelves. That's amazing. Wow. Um, Bye. What else is next? Um, Something happened with Jeffree Star, but then I was reading it and I was, my brain hurt so much and I had to stop. So I don't think we should talk about it. Okay. Um, Our, one of our faves. Miranda Lambert, Miranda Lambert and, and Evan Eric Felker. Eric Felker. Evan split. Felker. Member of Stacey Felker, the iconic ex I loved Stacey wife Felker. of Aaron. But Poor of, Stacey of Felker. Eric. But this is this must be like pretty validating to her. I also love this this article about them breaking up because it linked to this article that I had missed where Stacey was claiming that Miranda Lambert was calling her. Did you see this? No. So she posted a screenshot of her um, missed calls. <gasps> And she had all these calls from an unknown caller, which, as you know, could be just like UPS. Like, it doesn't have to be like it could be whatever. And then she wrote, FYI, if you're crazy and crazy famous, this is how your number comes up. (laughs) (laughs) But like, come on. God, my dream is for Miranda Lambert to like harass me with phone calls. She wrote, the Idaho number is my husband. The other is the person who's tired of him calling home. Oh my. Okay. What's in Megan Trainer's bag? Oh, this is great. <laughs> Megan Trainer, we haven't had like a good in my bag. People have been like putting normal stuff in their bag recently. And it's so boring. It's like, why wouldn't you have something cool in your bag? You know? Yeah. I, I never have anything cool in my bag, but I'm not talking to Us Weekly. But yeah, you're not showing what's in your bag. If you did, if you were asked to show what was in your I bag, you'd throw I would fill my cool bag up with crazy shit immediately. Yeah, you would. You would. Okay. So Megan in her bag has, ready? The new Blackberry? Mm? What? She wrote, quote, sexy as hell. I love it more than my iPhone is someone getting paid because I'm trying to take some time off social media. I love BBMing Daryl. And then you're like, who's Daryl? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's her fiance. Um, And then you're like, what's the next one? Aloha. In Hawaii, (laughs) Daryl got me jewelry. That was the first time he did. 
besides the ring. We also bought a bejeweled pineapple case to keep it in. So I don't really know what this thing is in her bag. I don't, I'm not quite sure what she's referring to in her bag. But I love that she mentions Daryl twice. And then the third thing I enjoyed her keeping in her bag was a bottle of poopery, which is great. She keeps it everywhere. In every household. She says, she says. it should be in every household. That's I agree. true. But I don't carry it in my bag. But it's really, it's really do you funny think she's imagining carrying Megan it Trailer. For, it, do you think she's carrying it for Daryl? Do you think Daryl needs yeah. poopery? No, well, what I'm saying is, it's like, sure, her using poopery. I love poopery. Great. Poopery, wonderful. My old office used to have it in the bathroom. And I was like, that's so kind. Because it was just like a single occupancy bathroom. Yes. Yes, really smart. Kind. Really, really smart. Yes. Yes, but... But what's really funny about Megan Trainer is because I picture her using it like very openly and sort of shamelessly where maybe you get up from the table to go to the bathroom and she pulls it out of your ba- of her bag and she's like, do you need this? Just very... Right. In my mind, I envision Daryl like, like leaning over to her and whispering that he has to take a poopy and then she pulls out the poopery and gives it to Daryl and then he can go to the bathroom. Well, the problem here is that the uh, clearly, you know, how Us Weekly makes has to make up the bag. They have to take what they say, what they have to take what Megan tells them and then sort of redo it, find all the things and they can photograph it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just used uh, an off the shelf bottle of poopery, but I wouldn't be surprised if Megan has her poopery in a custom bottle with the custom thing. You know? Well, remember the year that I gave out my own homemade poopery in my own homemade yeah. bottles? I do. And I, had, and I had little stickers all over it and I was in our yeah. bathroom and we yeah. used it all the time. And it's great. You know, if you search how to make your own poopery, it's only like soap and oil. It's soap and essential oils. <laughs> it's great. And it's a great gift for friends and family. Okay, so what poopery does is it sort of like creates a layer of, it's, it creates like a layer of oil and soap on the top of the water. So once the poop splashes into the water, the smell can't escape through the top of the water. It's sort of like brilliant. Right. And it's just brilliant. so you know, this isn't an ad. You can make it yourself. You do not need to buy poopery. You can make it yourself. You do not need to buy poopery. But if you are the type of person who, let's say, runs poopery <laughs> and you're listening to this, send us some. We'll talk about it on the podcast. We will redact that you can make poopery. <laughs> we will tell you that if you make poopery, it will not be up to snuff. We'll go back to this episode and we'll put long beeps into where we say that yeah. you can we'll make We'll say poopery. that people who make poopery could accidentally poison their guests. <laughs> we'll say whatever you want us to say. Okay. Um, let's, before we do Rita, I just want to say congrats to um, Danny Pellegrino, the <laughs> Everything Iconic podcast, for getting Catherine McPhee's iconic quote saying that she didn't even know who David Foster was when she met him <laughs> for the first time. I'm jealous of that interview, let me tell you. Me too. Why can't we get Catherine McPhee? Is she... Who can we get? We should try to get Have we ever asked? Let's... Yeah. Who do, who do you think we should try to get next month? We almost... We were trying to get Ross Matthews, but I don't oh, know I what we happened. Could. We should try. We should try again. You try. Fine. Okay. okay. If you guys know anyone, just... That's how our interviews happen, is people just, like, help us do it. <laughs> we're not very good at doing it ourselves. <laughs> In case you haven't realized. Okay. Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Wait, what did, what was Rita doing while I was gone? So a lot of this stuff had to do with what she did um, at the Gay Festival, G-A-Y Festival, which is just this yearly thing in both London and Manchester. I think she just did it in London. The G-A-Y Festival. They call it the world's largest, the UK's largest gay and lesbian party. Great. Um, so while she was there, she showed off her incredible backside in the Reed Aerobics video. Then she reunited with, quote, her wifey, Cara Uh-oh. Delevingne, um, while she was wearing the same thing. Cara was there. Of course, Cara was there. And then... We got a confirmation that they were, that they actually dated. Yeah, we did. Am I allowed to say that? We did. I think we did. I think we're allowed okay. to say that. Okay, fine. Someone Just told saying. us that it was very, that they absolutely dated. Yeah. Um, a reliable source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on. My favorite thing, my mm. favorite thing, is that she was mm-hmm. spotted canoodling with Liam Payne. No, she wasn't. She was after the VMAs. Are you sure they weren't just having chemistry when they sang their song together? Maybe, but there was act- there was like physical contact. His arms were around her. They were canoodling. It was Wait, she public. also got cozy with her ex Tyrone Wood. She did. What She's the having fuck? Fun. Is anyone telling Andrew? Something? Andrew Watt. Andrew yeah. Watt. Where is he? He's somewhere else. She has, she has, that's what's great about Rita. She has friends. Are they boyfriends? Are they whatever? Are they, you know, know. lovers? She has people over town. She's just having fun. She also showed off her kooky style with lilac braids, 90 style glasses, and edgy Dear Bomber as she rocked out at Notting Hill Carnival. What is that? I don't know. It's it's probably a carnival that happens in Notting Hill. That's probably all it is. Also, her white one shoulder swimsuit is so simple yet sexy as hell. This is what happens when we miss a week. Like there's, there's too like much 4, Rita. Thousand, there's like, too things. much Rita. Um, you want to hear something funny that happened to me when I was in Botswana? Sort of. Yeah, um, sure. Why not? One of the, one of the guides who you know gives the tour. They like know so much about all the animals and stuff. Looks at my the back of my phone. I have the pop socket with the sticker over it, and he goes, he goes, what does that mean? My wife's name is Rita, and I literally was like, this is the most humiliating thing that I am not going to try to explain, but like. And but then you tried everyone to in the car. Anyway. Well, because like Dan was there, so he just started laughing, and I was like, "I'm sorry, like this is to even explain this to you is to degrade myself so below. You are gonna have no respect for me as if you had any before." And I was just like, "It's a catchphrase from a podcast, and that is not even scratching the surface mm-hmm. of, of what the explanation." Say? He was just like, "Oh," <laughs> and then I said, "It's a beautiful name." <laughs> What's Rita up to? It's like that scene in Truman Show where he sees the girl's pen that says, "How will it end?" And he's like, yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been wondering that myself. It was just great. It was just a great, it was a great moment because I was just like, wow, like I was in a totally different place. And then I had to, you know, mm-hmm. remind myself that this is my life. You know, what's Rita mm-hmm. up to? What's Rita up to? And with that, we're done. <sighs> Sorry we're late this week. Lindsay was in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any questions, <laughs> comments, um, if you work for National Geographic and are mad with what Lindsay said about her trip, if she didn't, you know, go through all the required bullet points. Reach out to us at 619 Who Them. Rate and review us yeah, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, but you know Podcasts. what? I already what? went to Africa. Yeah. So are we going to take that back rate, from me? <laughs> rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Join our Facebook group, the Who Weekly Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, listen to Flash Forward. Flash Forward. We're on Flash Forward this week. Yes. It's a cool podcast. We talked about what Celebrity Spawn will be like in the future. Yes. Subscribe to Flash Forward on Apple Podcasts as well. And we will see you on Friday. Happy Labor Day weekend soon. I guess. Oh, Bye. yikes. Bye. It's soon? You will drive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>